Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When the red, red robin comes bob, bob, bobbing along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he stops robbing his home. It was going to be a miserable yuletide, but when you wish upon a star, sometimes dreams come too. <laughs> Welcome to Jolton Live. It's a Christmas special. Good evening to you and welcome to Chow and Live. As I said, it's a Christmas special. Merry Christmas, one and all, uh, to all of our listeners. Uh, in this evening's show, we're going to be looking back at a quite remarkable game uh, over in West London. Yes, as the Addicts grabbed the latest of late points, thanks to a goal from Nabi Sar in the Dying Embers. Uh, later on in the show, we'll have a quiz as well to, to celebrate the Christmas uh, Christmas time on my right-hand side. We have Mr. Tom Wallin. How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, good, thanks. Merry yeah. Christmas, everyone. Yeah, and to you in the middle, Nathan. Right, yeah, living the dream as always. Close a bit croaky, but yeah, yeah right. not surprised after what we're about to hear. More oh, than right. in a minute. <laughs> Terry, Terry Smith is here, looking very festive in your shirt. Terry, I'm still reeling over the uh, wish upon a saw stunt. Yeah, that was a, that was a great gag. That was no, a great absolutely. gag. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get you closer to a microphone if you want to be. Merry honest. Christmas, everyone. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and also uh, joining us here on my left hand side is, is Benji Cloak. How you doing, Ben? Good, thank you. Yeah, good to see you. All right, do you enjoy the game yesterday? 
Yeah, just about in the end. Yeah, excellent stuff. Right, uh, before we go into the highlights then, just quickly, Nath, yesterday's game, um, it was it was a special one in the end. Yeah, I mean, the first first half hour was um, pretty dire, to be fair. Um, and Greg was saying in comms, it was sim- similar sort of feeling to sort of Borough where we, we didn't really have much to sort of cheer about, really. And Ben Parrott and come off, which... I think it was the right decision because it just gave us that little bit more stability at the back and it gave us a bit of a platform. Albie coming on, changed the game. Um, and then, yeah, we we was in the ascendancy first half and then second half come out. I thought we we'll played really well. Um, and then, yeah, Naby just uses his techers and then obviously finishes. So, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a mental day, but it was a good one as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all the... Sure, everyone else thinks it, but the yeah. highlights were quite emotional. Too. Yeah, we're going to hear the highlights in in a second, so we'll know exactly what what Benji was doing when it, uh, what, what Nathan was doing when that goal went in. But Benji, I mean, you're in that away end uh, from where I was sitting. It looked like absolute chaos in there, bodies flying everywhere. What was what was it like in that in that dying stage when when Naby Sar planted the ball beyond Lumley? Yeah, I guess a bit of disbelief because at the moment it keeps happening against us, and uh, yeah, it was only a draw, but. That will give us big belief now going into these next few games. They'll come along thick and fast. And um, it gives us an extra thing to say, look, we we can ride out uh, a draw there. And um, yeah, fair play to Boya for changing it in the last few minutes. I know a few eyebrows were raised when Navi got pushed up front, but... He took his chance, brilliant, and that's two and two for him now. So prolific goal scorer Naby Sarr. Right then, let's have a listen to the highlights. Your commentators over on Valley Pass were Nathan Miller and Greg Stubley. Keep it. Have the free kick. Chenze goes across to take. Swings it in. It's a decent-looking delivery. And Sarr gets something on it. Comes down. It's a shot, and it's a goal from Jeff Cameron. Charlton didn't deal with a free kick at all. Sars clearance just comes down to Cameron, whose first time shot goes into an empty net. Well, Porker, you know, you don't you, you want to try and cut out the errors, but I mean he's got to do better with that clearance, Nabby, for me. Teze in acres of space on this right hand side for QPR. Sar comes across. It's a crossing opportunity for Eze. Crosses towards the back post. Hugo heads down. It's a chance and it's off the bar. A wasted opportunity for Naki Wells, who really should have scored. Toe pokes it back to Parrington. Oh, it's a terrible clearance. It's in Naki Wells. One-on-one with Dylan Phillips. Wells one-on-one with the goalkeeper. What a save from Dylan Phillips. Get in there. To keep Chuck in this game. Get in there. And a huge let-off. Plays into Lyle Taylor. Frank stays down. Can Taylor plays it inside to Conor Geller. Can he get a Great shot touch. off? Can he has a shot? He shoots. It's, oh, it's a chance save for the goalkeeper. The goalie saved it. Bond tried to flick it on, but the goalie's picked it up again. But it's a little bit more positive from Charlton with the pressing. Half. Considering Charlton, what dismal has to be said for the first 25, 30 minutes. We'll go into halftime thinking they should be. Geller needs to beat that first man in, in Grant Hall. He does. He goes deeper. Where Lockie's at the back. And it's cleared by Narky Wells, but it falls out. Yes, it's in! Come on! Come on! I think it didn't come off Lyle Taylor. The shot was done by Albie Morgan. It's, it's ended up here. I don't know if it's Lyle. It's Lyle's goal, I think. Morgan.
Brilliant shot, definitely took the deflection on the way. It looked like Taylor. The home fans are bouncing. The away fans, should I say, are bouncing. It's the goal that they treasured. They weren't good in the first half, Charlton. They haven't been pretty, but they started to win a few more battles in this second half. And we did say it, Nath. We did say there was a goal in this goal. game. Morgan with a shot. Great shot. And Taylor, lovely little flick. Watching it back. Deliberate flick. I called it a deflection, but... That's not, that's a deliberate little flick. Morgan, what a great shot. Kept it low, hard, goal bound, and that's what you get. So Samuel just trying to turn Pierce, who holds him up, but Pierce slips. And so Samuel on the penalty here, held up by Gallagher, and still with it. Shooting charge for Say Samuel. Ball across, goal, and it's a goal for Pugh. For Say Samuel. Just a danger. Turning Charlton inside out. Ball across, goal, and Pugh couldn't miss. And QPR go back ahead. Gallagher swings it in towards the far post. It's towards the back. Lockie heads it back in. Taylor oh. off the bar. Ricochets oh. down. And Lumley holds on. Oh, it's a thing here. Come it's off the cross. Beautiful bar. one to Doughty. Good control. Doughty in the penalty area. Still with it. Alfie Doughty shoots. Let's oh. go. Oh. Wide. It's going to be five added minutes. Still got about 10, 20 seconds. I make it. Oshelaja with the throw, needs someone to come short for it, throws back to Dylan Phillips. Phillips will look to clear this away long, towards the edge of the penalty, it's not a good kick, oh it's flicked on by Cameron, now he's still on the penalty here, Sarkis, yes, Cameron, 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 and Joan, absolute seats, with the last kick of the game, <laughs> the last kick in the game, absolute seats, Merry Christmas Joan, Stars giving you a present. Come on! The ball in the box was not dealt with by Cameron. He flicks it onto Nabi Saar, who controls it and with his right foot touches it past the goalkeeper. And almost a carbon copy of last Friday night, except this time for Cholton. And Cholton a level through Nabi Saar. Oh, what well, he said, one chance, one chance, one long ball. It's all kicking off there again. Just like Luton. And Nabby gives away it gives away the goal first one. Redeemed himself with a last minute. It was a flick it's from got camera, be, wasn't it? It's gotta be the end of the game, isn't it, surely? Well I thought when the ball was thrown back to Dylan Phillips that the referee's gonna call it there. But Nabby saw what a composed finish on his weaker foot. Some will say he was oh. guilty of giving away the first goal, but believe in me. Was it his right foot as well? Right, right peg? Uh, I could be wrong. There was a pole in the way. Oh, well, there's a bit of ag down there. So it ref, ball backwards to the left to Manning. Manning ball down the line. Come and there's the full-time whistle. As Charlton have come from behind twice and fought hard for a point away from home. Wow. Um, I mean, Nathan... I mean, you just about kept it together there when that equalising goal went in. Did he? Yeah, maybe not. I thought it was quite calm and collected. I mean, clearly, clearly, yeah. that uh, that moment. I think that's a moment that, that that we've needed for a while. That 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 we we've gone without for for too long, really. Just to, to have a full time whistle where everyone's really pleased because we've just gone and got something. I mean, that that really could be the lift that that could reignite our season there. Yeah, I think so. I think we've not really had. Um, too much rubber the green recently and getting a last minute you know some people say might we might not deserve it but I think we've stayed in the game for most parts and the second half and itself I thought we I think we deserve something from it but 
Um, yeah, we need. I, I think like maybe maybe it will be a catalyst for the season, but obviously with Leco getting injured now, it's just when you're down to your bare bones and they're putting in a shift, things like that make it even more sweeter. So, um, and yeah, like every week they couldn't put any more into it. So w- when that went in, obviously. <laughs> Just went mental. Yeah, and Nabi's, Nabi's really proven himself as, as a striker. I mean, it, I mean, it's always been said over the last the last few seasons mm. that supposedly he's the be- one of the best finishers at the club, and and I think we've seen that now. Last couple of weeks, two goals in two mm. games. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I had the big pillar in a way, but Greg might have just seen because um, I only realised who after it was on his right peg as well. Um, but it's funny, obviously, when they uh, when it was, I think it was Cameron who flicked it on. So he's flicked it on, and Nabby's gone through, and he's put his hand up for offside. And it's like, mate, you've edited it back, mate. But um, yeah, no, he's finishing. He's he's always up there, and obviously, maybe it's a chance for him to just start up top Noble Isle. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> <We> <laughs> you never might, know. We've yeah. got love defenders. He, he might have to. I mean, Ben, we we were putting them under pressure towards the the, the end of, of of that game. I think you know we saw a few chances for for, for Doughty that, that we couldn't quite convert. I think Taylor had, had hit the crossbar as well after we'd fallen behind. So you could say that the pressure was building, and and that. Overall, I felt I felt that probably be a fair result with the draw. Yeah, as Nave said in the commentary, it just we needed that just one chance, and we took it. Uh, I think the the difference between the sides is we made two subs early. One of them forced upon us, and then Parrington come off early. We didn't have anyone to bring on to make a difference, and they brought out Ozai Samuel on, and uh, I think Chair. But he changed the game because when it went 1-1, it was all them they were coming forward and that, he was the guy that set up mm. for the second goal. So we were relying on making something change and uh, Boya did that with putting Naby up top and um, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess we, we have to say, no, if, you know, it, it felt great at full time, but <laughs> I don't think... Anyone would you would have got long odds on us to get any form of result after about twenty five minutes because we were one 0 down early uh, and and that performance in that in that opening stages of that game was really disappointing. We, we were just all over the place at the back and um, you know Bayer had to make that change because we were getting overrun and and, and the defenders looked like they never met each other before before that game. Yeah, I think the dif- the difference between QPR first half and I think us is their fluidity and their movement. Um, we were quite static. We had two banks of four. Um, and they were just sort of picking us off. Amos was coming deep, and and we couldn't really get anywhere near them. And I think the frustrating thing is, I mean, they've only kept two clean sheets, which is in recent weeks, but then concede five at Barnsley. And we think, you know, if we put it on their toes a little bit, they might, which they did in the end, they did crumble. Mm. But and I think, um, yeah, they, we just didn't really get get going. And they were, Narky Wells was getting in space, and down down the sides they were getting in loads of space. And like you say, it looks like we wouldn't. We looked really nervous and we sort of knew we were stretched in terms of ability. Mm. Um, and like Ben said, when Pirate and come off, that change needed to happen just so Piercy can yeah. come and sort it out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we're on the back foot straight away, weren't we, Ben, with that, that goal that we conceded, the free kicks floated over. Uh, and and in what would turn out to be a mirror image is, is Naby Sarr gifting Jeff Cameron a goal in the opening stages. Now, obviously, I mean that that's the sort of simple mistake that we've been making from set pieces in particular recently but it's the sort of thing that, that we have to cut out and you can see we'll hear from Naby later on in the show and he, and he does put his hands up to that mistake but that's the sort of thing that Lee Bowie must be tearing his hair out because you, you can train the players as much as you want in certain formations or or, or, or even how to defend set pieces if they're going to make glaring errors like that there's not really too much that the manager can do on the sidelines. Yeah I think you're right I, I did feel a little bit sorry for Naby it was a good cross in 
if Naby doesn't get a foot to it, they're scoring. They're coming in behind and scoring, and he just need to get a bit more on that clearance, and it's away. But unfortunately, full straight to them. Good finish, fires it straight in. But as you said, then straight down the other end in the second half, that Cameron makes a mistake. Mm. It, that header could have gone anyway. Spun off the back of his head. Naby's in two-two. So. We needed that rubber yeah. the green to happen to us for once. It, but... was, it was two defences that looked like they've all very much enjoyed a Christmas spirit. <laughs> been <laughs> yeah. on the Christmas spirits uh, already. I mean, that, that, that first 25 minutes as well, um, like I say, Nate, all, it, it was so, so <clears> poor <throat> at the back. And, and, and Lee knew he had to make the change. Ben Perrington, to him, stood out as the one that, that needed to be hooked. He'd, already, he'd given away that back pass, didn't he, to Naki Wells, who was bearing down on goal before Dylan made, made the save. Um, interesting how that's going to affect Purrington now because I mean Lee Lee says he's he's had a poor few weeks really, um, and and to be so publicly hooked off before half time uh, when it's clearly a tactical decision. Um, I mean how the player reacts to that it's going to be difficult. I mean we, we said it the same with, with Naby how he reacts to the, the mistakes he made at Millwall. Uh, he's made mistakes so over the last few weeks, including yesterday before the goal. So you know we we hope that that will be the thing that sort of brings Naby sort of back to life. But I mean Ben's going to have to go through the same sort of thing now. Yeah, I mean, when, listen, Ben, don't, you don't become a poor player overnight. Every single player goes through bad patches and golden patches or whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, he's just got to work hard and just keep doing what he's doing. It's lucky that we've got, you know, Alfie, he's only just played his first senior game at Bromley for, what, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, whatever. He's he's doing really well and we've got that option because I don't know where Paige is. I don't know if he's ever going to play again. So we've had to play Purriton in, in there and... And he, he had that injury at the start of the season. Is it that? Is he still playing with a knock? I don't know. But maybe he does need like a game or two out the side because Alfie's playing well. So, but it's how you come out of the other side of when you come through bad form. Um, it's all it's all well and good when you're having nice rosy periods. But it's how you come out of it the other side. Mm, so I think there was a slight improvement towards half time. Ben, fair to say. Um, come out, start the second period, get the goal. Nice to see Lyle back in the thick of it after the interesting week he's had um you know he got the guy i mean I, I think i said this on thursday we know there'd been a few comments flying around social media but i was certain that the support within the ground would be would, would be you know behind lyle um was i mean uh, again i wasn't in the away and so i don't know if there was anything untowards said towards him after the whole incidents on, on social media this week but certainly didn't seem to be anyone who had a problem with him when he scored the equalizing goal no everyone was singing the last christmas song to him and that but um I he, he, I didn't hear any any comments from fans saying get out of the club, liar. We don't need you because we do. And uh, in the second half, he got his head down and took the goal well. Because well, Albi done really well to volley it straight back in there. And uh, instinct reaction from Lyle. I think he did the same at Blackburn away first game of the season. Similar goal, whereas the corner has come to him, turn, finish really well. And um, yeah, I think second half we came at him. Obviously, Boya said to him. Let's press them, press them high, and they'll make mistakes. And they did. And the amount of balls that we, I think we got about three, four corners in a row. We just kept playing it over the top to Doughty. And he had the beating of that man every time. And um, yeah, and we made the corner pay for once. We mm. haven't done that for a while. Yeah. Um, Osai Samuel then came on. Um Looked bright. That's his first name. Yeah, nice. That's not as bad as Wish Upon a Star. No. But um, I mean, he, he was he he did look lively, didn't he? And um, I, I saw Mark Warburton was asked after why he doesn't start. But I think he says you, know, you want to be able to bring on a player like that mm. to run at the the tiring defences. And he, I mean, he had Jason Pierce. He didn't know which way to turn at, at that at that 
that that second that second QPR goal got it into the middle when it was a you know comfortable finish for Pew. But I mean that that's the sort of thing that you're thinking here we go again because Cheltenham had a reasonably bright spell and all of a sudden QPR are able to bring someone off the bench to change it when as as Ben said we don't really have those options. No, we don't. And yeah, he was very bright. I mean, he retired Pierce about six times when he <laughs> fell on. He was crawling at him at one point. I think I remember. But no, he, being able to bring someone like that on. Especially when the other team are, you know, they've got a bit of momentum and they're pushing forward, it it makes their defence drop that little bit deeper because he's quick, he's skillful, and he proved a, a real, real four on our side. There was another time where we, no one, he was in the box doing stepovers and no one could get near him. Mm. But yeah, it's a shame we haven't. We've got someone like that in Leco, but obviously he's don't know how bad his injury is going to be. Doesn't but yes, sound good. No, but it's a, it's a shame. But we we'll just have to wait patch everyone up and see if we can get some re- replacements mm. or some additions in yeah. in January. Yeah, I mean you mean, we've we've mentioned Alfie Doughty a few times now. Uh, re- really we should we should give him a, a bit more praise for how we played yesterday. I mean Lee Bowie, you could see him at full time when he was saluting the crowd, he was pointing to Alfie saying make sure you, you give this young man a clap because his performance up and down that that left-hand side uh, it was outstanding. Bradley Allen uh, was with us doing the, doing the commentary and I think it would have been one of the first times he got to see him. He said he was he said he was quite comfortably Charlton's best player. Yeah, him and Albie, I think they were the standout players for us yesterday. Um, Albie obviously came on quite early in a different maybe role than he's used to because stepped into where Leco's role was. But um, yeah, I mean, me and you watched him for Bromley against Barnet. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't think he really stood out that game. We watched him. So it's amazing the step up from conference level to like playing against top teams in the championship and uh, looking the best player on the pitch. Yeah, and he had his chances. I think Lee said perhaps there was one where he may even have, have shot a bit earlier than he did. In the end, he tried to bring it down and in the end it got scrambled away. He had that one that he flashed across the face of goal. And when were you going into that five minutes of added time, Nath? And funnily, funnily enough, the thing I said on our comms was actually QPR are seeing this out quite well because mm. I think for, for the first four of those five minutes, the ball was pretty much inside our penalty area and it just took that, that one chance. Um, and you're thinking it was never going to come. But as we know, these two defences, I mean, they're, they're a bit porous, to, to say the least. And, and that ball over the top. And Jeff Cameron's just completely got got his head wrong. And you're seeing it. And he had the gall to, after he's flicked it through to Naby Sartre, put his arm up and appeal for offside as if he doesn't know it's hit his own head. Um, but, I mean, Naby, he's taken that calmly. because. But the, the weird thing was, as soon as I saw it fall to Naby, all day long, I thought he's going to score this because I, I don't know why. I just didn't. I didn't fancy him to miss it though. I just thought he's going, he's going to put this in the back of the net, and he did it. And like those, those scenes at the full time, which I mean, Jacko running over to the supporters, um, Naby's immaculate knee slide as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those like I said, I mean that that has to be the lift now, and it has to be a, the, the first full time we've come out of a game buzzing. You know, no matter what happened in spells during that game, we've come out of it buzzing, and you just hope that. If there's ever going to be a boost, then that's going to be it. As we go into, I mean, what's going to be a really difficult festive season with the, with the injuries still piling up? Yeah, I think obviously when you get get a last minute equaliser or winner, um, it does provide a boost. And going into a, this period now, where we're going to have a lot of games in not many days with hardly any players, um, it might might be only marginal, but it could be a huge benefit to the squad. I mean, they all looked buzzing yesterday, um, and rightly so. But I mean, like I said earlier, I think it's what they deserve though sometimes because the amount, the, the the work rate that they put in going right to the end. I mean, like you say, for that last 
for the last five minutes. QPR were managing the game so well, we couldn't get near him again. Mm. And I think it was only where, it might have been when Deji, won, well, did he win a throw down the left-hand side or something? And then literally, yeah, it was just one last go. But there's always something, you know that you could you could never write Charlton off at the moment with this squad and this bunch of players because they'll always keep going to the end. And then that's, I think that shows with the amount of last goal, last minute goals we get. I mean, let's bring in some of the, the people who weren't at the game yesterday then. So Tom, first of all, so I mean... Inside the ground, it was crazy when that last minute. I mean, even I, I was cheering all over our comms. So I've sort of ruined that a little bit. But um, I mean, how, how were you feeling to going into the closing stages? Where were you? Yeah, I was. Uh, this is one for all the listeners. I was yeah. in my shower. Whoa. So uh, yeah, lucky them, eh? So I, I took. You could have uh, pretend, pretended. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I was in the shower. I took Greg and Nath with me. Um, Not um, for the yeah. first time. <laughs> <laughs> and went absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah. I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was good commentary. Yeah, Very much I mean, do, do you feel that this could could be a turning point for us? I mean, obviously it comes with the fact that we've now lost mm. yet another player to injury in Jonathan Lecco. You know, Johnny Williams and Sandfield. We were hoping would be back this week, but we found out on Thursday that they've they've suffered further injury. So obviously, you know, in, in terms of uh, how how the players are feeling, it might be a bit of a lift. But they're still they're, they're still struggling against the backlog of injuries, which has held us back so much. Over the last few weeks yeah I don't think it's going to be a turning point because I think the issues are the injuries as opposed to the performances um, because I don't think for as Nafe's already said I think large portions particularly that first half we struggled a little bit so and there's been other games where we've got results recently where um, or got draws I should say where performances haven't been that bad so I don't think necessarily a turning point in that respect is what we're looking for it's about getting those players back I think it's important that we didn't lose another one, um, particularly towards the end, because, again, going back to listening to the commentary, it did sound like we were starting to press and starting to put them under pressure. So I think to come out of there with a point was about deserved. But, yeah, maybe confidence-wise as well, that might be a little boost for them in that respect because Mm. they have seemed down the last few games, and rightly so, because they've been picked off at the last minute for a few games now. So to have the shoe on the other foot and be that team that get that winning uh, sorry that last minute goal to get a point I think maybe that could give him a little boost going into the Christmas break yeah. we should bring Martin Uber into the show as well I forgot to mention he's turned up but <laughs> you got caught in traffic on the way here uh, arrived during the highlights but good to have you Mark here for the, the quiz later on but I mean just obviously you weren't at the game yesterday but to talk in terms of the, the season as a whole now you know as good as it felt at full time yesterday we're now 11 games without a win we've still got that healthy six point buffer above the relegation zone that can change very quickly over the course of the Christmas period how I mean how are you feeling in terms of the how safe we are going into this Christmas period with with, with this buffer but if you think about the the form we're on in terms of results um the fact that things can change quickly over a Christmas period where we're, we're going you know with, with both hands tied behind our back at the moment well, the thing is that you've got the beauty over Christmas of having sort of like game after game after game so you know you, you do have the opportunity to, to turn it around if you can and the beauty of a last minute equaliser it does feel like a win I mean when it went in, I was at home with my boys, and I was just going mad. We're looking, well, you know, why is Papa jumping up and down? <laughs> and you know, because it felt like a last-minute sort of like a winner, even yeah. though it was just a point. But you know, it's over. Like it's over the last ten games. You know, you'll you'll take that at the moment because it could have quite easily been a two-one loss, and we're saying we should have done, we should have, and we're not. We're going, you know what? We're upbeat. We're looking forward to Boxing Day now. So yeah, we're we're going to be a few players short again, but you know we, we should be used to that by now. It's mm. happened for most of the season. So and the players who we've got to come in, you know, there might be one or two surprises on Boxing Day. We don't know. 
Probably won't be though, unfortunately, because that's the case. I mean, we now we now know Terry as well that we're going to be without Jonathan Lecco, um, a player who has his fair share of criticism, of course. But I mean, as someone who watches every single game that he plays, I feel like he certainly has a lot to offer. And I was actually looking forward to seeing him operate alongside Taylor and Bond because you know he, he went into a slightly deeper midfield role yesterday. He's going to be on the wing. And he's got the pace and the trickery to do something for me. We saw the cross he put in for Naby against Hull. Um, so now he, I mean, he he's going to be a bigger miss than people realise, I think. Oh, he's got ability. I don't think anybody should be able to question that. Um, he does go missing occasionally, but then he's only a kid still, generally. Uh, so, uh, and if he was um, if he was 100% all the time, West Brom wouldn't have let him have it. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, he's not the finished article by any stretch, but he is going to be a miss, no question about him, as, as, as the others are. You know, and uh, I'm of the opinion I don't think it will change our season necessarily. Um, it's it's a welcome relief to get that uh, to get that last minute, um, and uh, makes a nice change, doesn't it? This mm. season at least. But I think what it what it hopefully will do, it will prove to the players that um, it is possible. You know, to keep grinding out results, uh, and I think that's all we can do at the minute because of the, the state of the squad, because of where we are with injuries, uh, and probably budget. <clears throat> restraints because we don't know what's happening outside is just to stay there just to stay in touch um, we all knew it was going to be a struggle this season we're going through it now um, if we can just stay in touch until either the injuries start getting better the injury situation gets better and, and players start coming back because we know we've proved it already in the first quarter of the season that with the full squad to our, at our advantage we can beat most of the teams in this division so just just make sure we stay in touch I mean it doesn't have to it can be a scruffy 1-0 uh, like we just did there nick a point we can just keep doing that until we're in a position where we can call on the rest of the squad or new players mm. then we'll be alright we're down to five wins and five draws now in my little countdown of the results that we need to stay up so we're getting closer edg- edging closer uh, to safety right we're going to hear from Lee Bayer in a few seconds time on this evening's Charlton Live Christmas special we're also going to hear from Naby Sarr uh, later on in the show the uh, last minute goal scoring hero for the Addicts yesterday uh, in the second half of the show we've got our Christmas quiz my favourite part of the year usually it used to be when I was on the other side of the table it was my favourite one because I'd always win it because I'm so knowledgeable when it comes to Charlton but, uh, <laughs> but I've written a, a quiz for you uh, this year and then we're going to have a montage of our favourite parts uh, of the year as well as well as some of your tweets and emails that have come into to uh, studio at charltonlive.co.uk uh, this evening but first things first let's have a listen to what Lee Bayer had to say uh, after yesterday's draw uh, the Addicts boss felt his side were well worthy of the point that they grabbed in added time but I thought that was a, the, the least we deserved I think the amount of chances that we created for, uh, last 20 minutes of the first half most of the second half we, we created chance a hell of a lot of chances on another day we should win the game comfortably so um, and then in the end you, you have to dig deep and, and like I've said many many times this group they will keep going and, and, and fighting to the end and today we, we got that reward because if we'd have lost this game it would have been another tough one to take for me so what it meant to the supporters and, and yourself and the, and the team at full time even though it isn't that, that, that victory that you're after at the moment it just feels like scoring a goal in that last minute could be the real lift that, that perhaps you needed around the place recently uh, maybe that bit of change of luck you know because there was a lot of things that I had a ball, ball fell to Naby there a, a couple of things went our way and, and they should have probably cleared it. Dylan didn't clip it properly. The defender should have cleared it and ended up going into Naby's path and, and Naby's half bounced it into the goal. So, yeah, maybe maybe hopefully that's the, the bit of luck that, that we needed and, and, and things start going our way now because of late there's a lot of things that ain't been going our way. 
It's become quite prolific recently. Naby saw a second goal in two games. I mean, for a defender, he does tend to finish quite well. He's a good finisher. I've said that many times. He's he's one of the better finishers at the club. Like in, in the small sided games that we do, he scores every day. So uh, so yeah, he, he can finish. Um, Defensively, we have to improve though. Two poor goals again today. Like, we can't keep conceding two goals in a game. But again, we've gone away from home, we've scored two goals and not won the game. It's, we have to we have to be better at that. First goal was poor. Naby's just got to put his foot for it. Just clear clear your lines. There's no nice way of doing that. Just put your foot for it. And then the second one, the fella tapped it in from five yards out. Free shot. Like it's just we don't get them chances. You see how many times you get Alfie Doffy in that position today, and then he's whacking it across the box, and then they're clearing it. Don't get tap-ins. We have to start defending better. You mentioned Alfie there. I was really impressive again from him on that left-hand side. I thought he was outstanding. He was ill at the start of the week. He was he was off. Obviously, he missed last weekend's game because he was ill, and he, and he didn't start training until Tuesday or Thursday. So um, to, to, the energy showed up and down and everything was positive with him. He was trying to get to the byline and, and he got us one as corners at worst, you know. He, to be fair to him, he, sh- he should have shot a couple more times. But I think a cross come in the far post, he was six yards out and he's trying to control it, just shoot. And then his control got away from him like that. These are chances that with a bit more experience these kids learn and then they, they score more goals, you know. So, But listen, we're three kids out there today and, and they all done well Albie Al obviously had to come on early because of Lecco so um, yeah but they learn they learn and hopefully we learn as a group because that's that's the most important thing you mentioned that, that injury to Lecco early early doors you're thinking here we go again in, in terms of Chong can you tell us what the, the extent of that is obviously it's very early days yet yeah no, what the physio just said to me that it's a knee injury doesn't look good um, so he'll go back home now You have a scan in a two, three days time. Christmas coming, so but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look like it's a very very good injury. Another another knee one, you know. So unfortunately, we can't control that. And then the only good thing is that January's coming, and then we need to bring some bodies in. We have to because these lads they can't just keep doing what they're doing. They're running through brick walls every flipping week, and and they're not. They need some help. That, that's, that's the reality of it we got one back today of course in Lyle being able to make his, his first start and, and he got he got the goal I'm sure Albie would be disappointed because that looked like it was going in from him but it was a great finish from, from, from Lyle to sort of readjust as the ball came in yeah good to have Lyle back the plan was not to play Lyle for 90 minutes the plan was to play him for an hour an hour maybe 70 at a push but then when you I was hoping that we because we was on top I was hoping we was going to nick a goal then, then change things around bring Lyle off and then they got one against the run of play, I thought. And then Lyle was saying, look, leave me on. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't, I can't. Like, if you get injured. But then that's the gamble we had to take. And so, thankfully, he's come through it. He's OK. He's put his body on the line for the team, played the 90 minutes. And then, then the reward is that the team leaves with a point. Can you um, explain that substitution with Perrington after that? came off at Jason Pierce. what was the thinking behind that well we looked we looked very vulnerable at the back um, they neither went through the centre of us two or three times and Ben Perrin didn't have a good start he 
he obviously put the striker through one on one with the keeper he, he had the ball three or four times and kept giving the ball away he looked nervous he's looked like that for a little while now Ben um, so yeah I thought you know what I need to put my captain on I need Pierce to go on there sort things out defensively and that's what he done and once he done that then then I thought we controlled large parts of the games I thought we was the better side I thought we, we created a lot of chances so that's part of my job to make decisions like that is it harsh before half time to bring someone off of course it is but my job's to win games and put out the best side I can I recognised that that wasn't the case and then I changed it it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cullen trying to take his man on. Chip ball back across, Bowers there, passes there, Bowers with a header, and it's done! Yes! 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 Oh, he's gone! Oh, Patrick Barr! You absolute German beauty! Woo! Dreamland! Charlotte has scored! With seconds remaining! We've done it all! Guess it! Come on! What a time to be here! Here on Wembley! Congratulations, Nicky. Uh, we can tell who does the wrapping at your household at Christmas time. I don't do mine. I let my missus does it. He obviously gets bullied and lets his miss. He does it. Welcome back to Charlton Live. I've got a few little Christmas jingles. I've been, I've been going through the archives to find some Christmassy stuff. Andrew Cross there. A absolute Charlton Live legend, Andrew Cross there. Uh, with Nicky and Jose wrapping presents. Must be must be about 2016, that one. Excellent times, excellent memories, in a way. Uh, right, Leo Barrier, we heard there, um, after yesterday's game, uh, happy to see the luck perhaps changing, uh, going our way for a change, a last-minute goal for the Addicts. Uh, and and we may, maybe that is the, the, the change in luck we need. I don't know what's going on next door, <laughs> but about fifth. About five or six people wearing Santa hats. There's about just, 150 of them. I can't see is, is, is this going to be a quiet? I have no idea what's going on next door, but loads of people wearing Santa hats have just walked in. I hope it's not a quiet. That could, that could be quite frustrating. Uh, I mean, we heard Lee there, Terry, talking about hopefully our luck starting to change. Um, I, obviously, you know, that is something that we've lacked over the course of the season, it feels like. And maybe it is, you know, a, a miss, you know, not, not the, the cleanest of... 
of uh, it's Kenny from the club shop. He's wearing a Santa hat. What's going on in there? Is it a tour? I don't know what's going on. Mate, not the not the cleanest of connections. This is the most random thing. Kenny from the club shops is turned up next door with loads of people wearing Santa hats. I mean, I've seen him dressed up as a few things. Kenny from the club shop. in a Mr. Blobby hat. Yeah, is that was that him as well? Yeah, that was him. That's what he looks like anyway. Merry Christmas. Those are the, um, the thoughts of Louis Mendes, yeah. not the rest right, of the Right, so we were talking about uh, our, luck, our luck has started to change, thankfully. <laughs> not if he is, that is. <laughs> well, you got from his, from Lee's point of view, I mean, he, it, it must have been soul-destroying the last few weeks and months. So uh, it must feel like, it must have at times felt like our luck was never going to change. So you can, uh, he's, he's going to grasp this one with both hands, and he? he's, he's just, uh, he's going to hope that that's a sign that we are, uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're just turned the corner. I mean, Jeff Cameron was kicking himself because all he has to do is get a decent connection on that header and uh, and he puts it away but it's exactly the same as what happened to Naby Sarr uh, in the opening stages and like I say a, a, a change of luck uh, Nathan you're right mate and, uh, and <laughs> God, don't ask Nathan any questions yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean let's ask Nathan then so I mean Nathan, <laughs> Nathan you, you obviously I mean you were there you, you, you very much enjoyed it do you think our luck's about to change yeah yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, I think it will. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm just trying not to look out that window. It's, <laughs> it's quite disturbing. <laughs> it's like a staff briefing or something. You know, they're uh, probably looking in here thinking the same. Yeah, <laughs> it must be a tour. <laughs> I could stay in that shirt. <laughs> I, I could, it can't a state, it, look, it looks like a stadium tour, but it feels like it's quite late on a Sunday evening to be doing that. But they're all every single one of them's wearing a Santa hat as well. It so. must be. It's got to be. Uh, but, I have absolutely no idea what's going on. But yeah, I think our luck will change. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff. Right, well, hopefully you'll have some of that luck uh, during the quiz later on this evening. Uh, as we end our, our, our Charlton Live Christmas special 2019. Let's have a look at some of the messages that came in uh, yesterday um, after the draw at QPR. The Wave said that we have to give Naby Sar an 8 out of 10. Yes, it was a defensive mistake uh, for the goal, uh, but he pushed forward with some good passing and link-up play, and anyone who scores a goal should get an extra point for their performance, but I'm giving in two extra points for character after the mistake. Uh, so that's from the wave. Good point there. Uh, Spencer says a much better second half performance. Fully deserved a point. We still seem very fragile uh, at the back. Uh, on the plus side, Doughty and Morgan were excellent. Good to see Taylor back. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you as well, Spencer. Thank you uh, for your kind message. John says, have a lovely Christmas uh, and thanks for the coverage. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but our bad runs usually coincide, uh, coincide with Strictly. So, thankfully, that's over. And no, I can't explain that. Has anyone ever noticed that? Mark, have you ever noticed a pattern? Is there, is there a connection between Strictly Come Dancing and, yeah. and Charlton? Some of, the, some of the defending yesterday wouldn't have looked out of place on Dancing on Ice, I think. But I don't know. I mean, going back to Naby, I, th- I think the one thing he doesn't do on a pitch is hide. He's mm. made a mistake. He can't. He's like six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he doesn't hide. He, doesn't, he still looks for a ball. I mean, I think he's a very good passer as well. Mm. And, yeah, it doesn't always make the right choice of pass, but... You know, so he's he's not a hider, and sometimes, you know, you can make a mistake and it can eat you up on the pitch. And I think that's the trouble was happened with Perrington. Um, he's had no one to push him on that left. You know, Doughty's there mm. now, but he's you know we're right. He hasn't had JFC or Page knocking on the door, so you know it's going to get him back in a few weeks maybe. But with Naby, he's not a hider, so I'm not surprised that he scored. Yesterday, mm. yeah, no, well, yeah, like I say, he's, he's no shrinking violet and he, he can't afford to be with, with the size of him. Um, right, Sebo uh says, uh, last Christmas I gave you my heart, and the very next day you gave it away. This year, to save you from tears, I'm giving it to Lee Bowyer. 
See, there we go. Change, change, change the song there. Uh, Tim Jackson, the most awful 20 minutes we've played in ages, followed by one of our best halves of the season. Uh, after all the heartache in recent weeks, the celebrations were just incredible. All that frustration let out in one moment. Shout out to Phillips and Doughty, who were brilliant. Yeah, we talked about Alfie, Ben. We ain't, we ain't really mentioned Dylan enough. After those, some of the saves he made yesterday, obviously the one-on-one he made... Uh, save you made against Naki Wells, kept us in it at nil-nil, but he, he made two or three excellent saves yesterday. Oh, if, the, if that goal goes in for 2-0, I kind of think we're not coming back from it mm. um, because of what's happened in recent weeks as well. Um, heads would have gone down, we're 2-0 down, and yeah, a oh, brilliant save because instead of just rushing out to the man, he waited and waited, and then he just made himself big and... As a, well, should have just passed it to the guy next to him, and it was 2-0. But, um, yeah, there were a few afters uh, said yeah, after that with Phillips yeah, and Hugo. Yeah, there seemed to be yeah a little bit of needle going throughout the game between Phillips and, and well, Hugo and Wells, really. I don't know if you had a better view of what the argument was about. but I think it was a case of Phillips was shouting at him as he went to shoot, shouting, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss, like he does when they take the penalties as well. Mm. And uh, it works, so we're here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Richard Justin says, should we send Field and Leco back if they are injured? Uh, also, what about uh, Joe Ledley? He must have been unfit to have not come on uh, yesterday. So obviously, I mean, Field would have gone back to, to West Brom for his recovery, but he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be able to to be on the bench this week until that freak accident that happened last week um, and then obviously Jonathan Lecco will go back I don't, that just seems to be the rules you go back for your, to, to have your injury looked at at West Brom um, still haven't seen much from Joe Ledley Tom um, you're, you're a Welsh correspondent so you, I mean, <laughs> you, you, were, you were giving him the big, the big one when he, when he joined I mean he came on for 45 minutes at, at Middlesbrough was, was particularly disappointing um, yeah. and, and we haven't seen him since I mean his contract will be running out just after Christmas so are you, were you hoping for more? Yeah, yeah. And I think it would be very harsh to just judge him on that Borough performance because that's his first game in a very, very long time. But he's going to need match fitness to get himself up to speed and he hasn't got a lot of time because his contract's so short. So I'm surprised we haven't seen more of him, particularly given the injuries we've had. But maybe if he impressed in training up till signing, maybe there's something that Boya sees that doesn't quite fit at the moment. I'm not sure, but... I am surprised because, as I said on the show, when it looked like we might be signing him, he's someone who's known for his fitness and his work ethic and kind of similar to Prattley in in that sense. So he's someone that I would have thought would be quite reliable to be able to bring on when we're struggling with injuries. But clearly, at at this point, you'd have to say it hasn't worked out. But I don't know if if Sam Field's injury is long-term again, then maybe you extend it for another month or two, depending on what we can do in January. Because I do think there's more that he can give to us and... As I say, I think it would be harsh for fans to just judge him on that Borough performance mm. alone. Yeah, you hope to see him over Christmas then, because, I mean, bodies-wise, surely we'll, we'll, we'll need some of that help. Exactly, yeah, because we have to remember, we keep talking about January, but we've got two or three games before January even comes around. So we're going to need as many people as we can get. And as I say, Field, it's almost certain, isn't going to be playing. Obviously, Lecco's now added to that list. We don't know about Johnny when he's going to be back. I think he said a couple of weeks, didn't he? So you may be thinking Swansea at the earliest. So... Yeah, we've still got what Derby, Bristol, say it. Yeah, so a couple of games coming up where we're going to need everybody. Um, and I th- personally think uh, Joe Ledley could offer us something. 
Excellent stuff. Right, Brian Cole says, evening all. Uh, enjoying the show as usual. Cheers, Brian. Says, just wanted to wish everyone at Charlton Live a happy Christmas and hope to see a bumper crowd uh, on Boxing Day at the Valley. Thanks very much, Brian. We wish you a happy Christmas as well. We'll see you back here uh, on Boxing Day. 100% Charlton says the same. Just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And let's hope it's a happy takeover uh, New Year. Away support was superb yesterday. And that Phillips one and one save was top, uh, top goalkeeping. Yeah, I saw that Matt Southall was at uh, QPR again yesterday, the Client Prince Foundation Stadium. And we talked a little bit about it on Thursday. I mean, we've seen a, a statement came out from Roland on Friday, <laughs> just trying to ease the process along by the sounds of it, <laughs> by uh, by having a pop. How to make friends and influence people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think that will have the desired effect? Uh, oh, you don't know, do you? <laughs> You'd hope that they just um, ignore it. Uh, that's the best... Uh, Mm. The best you can hope for is, is that they just think, oh, he's off again. Yeah. Uh, and then just deal with the uh, the, the takeover in, in the right way. Mm. Well, we still know it's imperative that it does happen before before January because, I mean, we, we do need, we do need, I mean, Bayer said it, says it in his interview today, we, we, we do need some help. I mean, you've got to hope that, um, or think at least, that, you know, with with, with the fact that, um, you know, the, the, the potential new ownership is around the club now and has been, more so than the current has been around uh, in the previous five and whatever years, that uh, they must be confident that there's no problem. I mean, that apparently it's all about the connection between um, the the uh, the proposed takeover and the links to Man City, uh, mm. Man City's owners. Uh, they seem confident that there's nothing that yeah. uh, to do with it. So let's hope with um, with the fact that, that that they're just in and about the, the ground and the, and the and the stadium and the uh, and the and to trust as well that they're confident it's going to go ahead whether it um, goes on you know and the time scale we want it to is another issue entirely of course mm, yeah we think uh, we were trying to work it out for certain yesterday but we think Matt Southall has now been to more games than Roland Duchatelet we think he has we have not to a double. difficult thing no not exactly really, yeah yeah, not, not exactly difficult well, he's, he's probably been more, more games than you have this season Terry you've been dreadful <laughs> steady <laughs> he's <laughs> having a problem I'm just dishing out left right and centre this oh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really am in the Christmas mood right. I don't know uh, um Right, we had a message in on the uh, Charlton Life message boards as well from uh, Mendonca and Asda's. Uh, be busy in there this time of year, wouldn't it? It says, uh, Merry Christmas to the Charlton Life team uh, and all Charlton fans. Uh, let's hope that as we enter a new decade, we finally see the back uh, of the old scrape. Well, I mean, Terry's welcome to stay as long as he wants. but um, yeah. <laughs> Someone's definitely nicked his Christmas. Uh, there we go. A couple of emails came in as well. Uh, Larry says, uh, you can now get 500 to 1 uh, quite readily on promotion for Charlton. And he was all about it this during the week, wasn't he, on long odds? Uh, I heard a rumour that Ronaldo may be coming when the takeover is complete. The odds may go down a little then. That's from uh, Larry. He's definitely, he's, def- he's definitely still back in the addicts to go up at 500 to 1 by the sounds of it. Uh, right, this is from David. Uh, <clears throat> says I've been a supporter of Charlton for over 60 years I am a season ticket holder and sit in the family stand yesterday I took my daughter and two grandsons aged 9 and 12 to the QPR match and had to stand in the away uh, supporters area despite having a seat Uh, whilst I thoroughly applaud our supporters for their passionate support they were brilliant at Wembley and always get behind the team it was a great equaliser in the final seconds for us which we duly celebrated I am however very disappointed with the constant foul language uh, that that many seem to think is required and the goading and gesticulation uh, 
opposition supporters that goes on. QPR will know better, but I'm really ashamed that my grandsons have to hear this sort of comment and the constant youth of, uh, of swear words uh, from Charlton supporters who I thought were better than that. I'm certainly not a prude, and both my daughter and I both work in jobs where this kind of industrial language is commonplace, but how can we encourage our boys to be good Charlton fans and respectful human beings if we acquiesce? <laughs> to this sort of behaviour. Uh, we did challenge some of those around us and uh, the response uh, was you should not come to away games and we're entitled to chant. Those comments will probably be challenged and ignored uh, but as I say, I thought we were better than most and the behaviour sport what was a good away point. I would be interested to hear your thoughts. I mean, Ben, I mean, you're a... You're you're someone who, who's, who's at most away games in the away ends, you know, you've, you've, I mean... I understand where David's coming from when when you have young children with you, but it is it is one of those places where I'm. I guess you can't really expect. I mean, I'm not. I haven't really got a leg to stand on here because quite clearly in the video that the club put out of the away end support, my fiance and my sister in law were right in the thick of it, giving it to the home <laughs> fans. So I don't know if I don't know what to say. Um, I'm one of the first to be jumping up. I turn into a different person. I jump up, mm. shout, "Who are you?" Like, wave my hands if it goes wide. But I don't turn to doing uh, obs- uh, explicit signs yeah. or shouting and swearing. There's a level of banter that, that can be had between the two sets of fans. And I'm sure it probably does cross the line at times. Um, but I guess there's uh, uh, there, there's some things that if you're there with young children, you don't want to hear. But, you know, well, unfortunately, I guess I've been to many many a football game. Uh, you know where I've seen where I've seen behaviour that, that falls below the expected standard because I, I mean I often go to games with Nathan so yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> as you heard from the commentary uh, <laughs> I think the part of the issue is that um, back in the day uh, um, um, and the gentleman said he was been support for sixty years back in the day you used to have two separate sections of away fans you had um, you had the fans that were behind the goal usually standing up and then you had a separate section for seats that away fans could buy. And those families who didn't want to sit uh, or stand with the uh, the more vociferous sections of the crowd used to sit in those segregated seats, also away from the uh, home fans. Well, with the advent of all-seater stadium, that's changed now because you can't. Uh, they don't do that. They just lump, lump everybody in together. So it means that uh, the agricultural language and, and obscene gestures that have pretty much always gone on in, yeah. in football grounds. I think, I think when it's a sellout, it's, it's hard. I mean, it, 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 but you don't get that yeah. segregation in. Well, you can't yeah. separate. Um, but, when, but when it's a, a northern away game north, where there's loads of hands. seats, I mean, me and, like me and Ben know fully well that if we want to go stand at the back and sing, and, and other people, it's just sort of self, a little bit of self piecing. People might want to go and sit down the front, and obviously in a sellout, you can't quite do that. And I guess no, that's I true as well. Of course, yeah, absolutely. But let's not um, let's let's not dwell too much on that. Thanks for your for your email, David. Sarah Saunders says that Louis is full of the Christmas spirit tonight. Yeah, certainly am. I, mean, yeah, I, don't, know, I don't know what's happened. Yeah, I don't know. You've I don't been know. Driven centres away. Look, they've gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So you've yeah. Seen gestures. Yeah. Off as well. So I don't know what's going on next door now, but they've, they've all gone and they've <laughs> turned the light on. Set the alarm as well. Yeah, they, they could still just <laughs> yeah. they could just be standing there staring at us through the window. And we can't <laughs> see him. But uh, right, um, shall we have a listen to what Navi Sar had to say? Yeah. Uh, after yesterday's game uh, well what was he a villain turned hero I guess the mistake he made at the start of the game uh, gifting the opening goal to QPR uh, but he, he, made, he made up for it at the very end uh, by scoring the equaliser in the 95th minute the big defender uh, came to speak to Greg Stubley after the game and he talks us through at that moment where he secured his team a point uh, the, the guy just flicked it uh, in behind I was just there so I tried to, to do a uh, to have a great touch and then I just I just uh, I just finished it I shanked it a bit but 
still still went in, so so I'm happy. Yeah. And given the instructions to go up front towards the end, we've seen you do it a couple of times in, in the past. It's something that's not too new to you, but you've certainly proven the point that you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Like when you when you when we're chasing the uh, the score, yeah. Sometimes we we do we we do this. Uh, it's not always that I score the at the the last minute, but today today I I done it so. I think everyone is, is happy about this point. Yeah. The game as a whole was a frantic one, end-to-end, chances for both teams. Both teams missed really good chances. Yeah. Um, do you think the draw was the right result in the end? Yeah, I think I think they, they could have win the game first half and we could have win the game second half. So uh, I think the, the draw is a, is a fair result, even if we, we wanted the, the win, of course, but we'll take a point. And considering the team's been so unlucky with injuries as well, when you yeah. look at youngsters playing such as Alvin Morgan and Alfie Dirty, it must give you guys so much credit and, and praise that you're, you're coming away with wet <coughs> matches and still fighting towards the end, getting points, even though the club's going through a bit of tricky time with injuries. Yeah, yeah of course, like like you said, uh, the the young lads are, are playing. Uh, they're not really used to, but uh, credit to, to themselves, they're playing really good. Like Alfie uh, was, was ill the, the whole week and he played... Uh, nearly 90 minutes going up and down the whole game, even Albi. So uh, yeah, they they stepped in for for the team, uh, helped us, and uh, and that's really good. I think it's it's good to, to know that we we can we can count on on the on the young lads, even if the there is many injuries. Yeah. And last Friday we were on the end of a of a tool scoreline. The other way they got a 95th whatever minute mm. equaliser. Yeah. Um, this time it's the other way round. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the mood like in the dressing room today? Is yeah, it? like uh, I think we we made it a bit difficult for ourselves because I think we uh, we should have not been in that situation. Uh, we should have done better, but it is what it is. It's football, so um, normally it's us that we we concede at the ninth, 95 minutes. Today we we scored the the, the late one, so so I think it's uh, everyone is happy and. It proves that the, this group just keep going and, and never give up, so that's good. I was going to say, it's quite noticeable that yeah. the, the group is still trying to stay tight, still trying <coughs> to fight through this difficult situation, because mm. it doesn't feel like Cheltenham mm. are winless in, in this, this run of form, because mm. some of the performances haven't warranted the results that we've been getting. Yeah, yeah, like so many games we we deserved more than, than, than losing or just just a point. Like last Friday, I think we, we deserved the win and we, we took this, this, this last-minute goal, but... It's a long season, so we just have to keep going. Now uh, we're coming in a period where there is a lot of game, so uh, so we just have to, to to stay focused, to stay on it, and and I think uh, no, I'm sure that uh, things will turn around in in our, our uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right at the end, uh, you might not have been aware, even when you're in the in the dressing room, fans are <coughs> screaming your name. They'll be shouting all across the capital of, of mm. around London tonight. Um, must give you a, a lot of pride and a, a lot of uh, confidence going forward for the rest of the season as well. Yeah, I'm happy, but yeah, especially because the the first the first goal is is because of me because uh, I should have should have cleared it better. So um, I'm happy that I scored this 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 goal in uh, yeah. It's, Always, always good to to score, even especially if in front of uh, what two thousand more more than two thousand Charlton fans. So, yeah, that was that was a great feeling.
Shelton Live. Sophie Show Silver. I'm Dylan Phillips. Merry Christmas to ya. Merry Christmas to ya. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that Dylan Phillips' goalkeeping is better than his singing. <laughs> <laughs> that was back from about 2014. That's a really old one, that, that clip. Uh, excellent stuff. Right, um, Nabby there. Good to hear him put his hands up. Uh, for the goal mark that he, the mistake he made. Um, good, good to know that you know he's willing to admit that mistake, and, and he was really pleased to come out and sort of let himself off the hook, I guess, with that that goal right at the very end. Yeah, I mean, like I say, he's a measure of a man. You know, he's he's getting better from when he, when he first turned up, and I think playing alongside Lockyer and Pierce obviously benefits him as well. You know, using their experience, and I think it, it, you know it bodes well for us. You know, you keep hold of him; he's on a you know decent contract. You know, I think he could be a mainstay for a couple of years to come. He is becoming almost like a cult hero now. Mm. You know, he was a cult hero who was a cult for the wrong reasons. Mm. But now, I think most people look at him and say, yeah. you know what, you know, there's, there's potential there. Yeah. I mean, he's not finished article by any yeah. any means. No, I wasn't in the interview yesterday, so I wasn't able to, to ask perhaps what, he, what his thoughts were, Nath, on, on his contract situation, because obviously he'll be at the end of his deal at the end of the year. Um, he will be on very good money uh, because of the the situation in which we signed him. Do you think he'll there'll be a possibility that he could stay beyond this year? I mean, it's so many questions about who the owner is going to be, whether he'd be willing to accept a pay cut to stay. I mean, can you see his time at Charlton going beyond this year? Uh, I think it would it'll depend on the pay. Uh, he's you know his pay demands or whatever. Because I mean, it, obviously we don't know how much exactly he's getting. Um, but if it's taken quite a lot of the budget up, then Bose might be able to get maybe another two or three players for that sort of money. Um, but Greg did mention about you know he's he's obviously a hundred appearances now and you know he's he's enjoying himself and he's improving and he's just liking playing at the moment. Um, he got called up to the Senegal squad, so he's enjoying it at the moment. Whether or not it's beyond this year, I I mean I'd like him to, but. Um, I can't see it because I I just I just think Bo might just go down the route of getting other players using that money. But unless maybe take the pay cut, I don't know how much he's on, but we'll just have to wait and see. But I agree with Mark. There's something in there. There's something about him. I think technically he offers us something different, something that Lockie definitely doesn't have, um, and Piercy. So, but it, there is a mistake in him. But you can, I just yeah, I just think he's a bit of a rough, what is it, a rough diamond, so to speak. Mm, excellent stuff. Right, um, Clive Richardson says, uh, agree to an extent, re the language uh, at away games um, and do not like standing all game, but sadly that's the way it is now. Some chants are quite amusing, like yesterday, uh, F the EFL and we only get bad refs. Uh, 64 years a fan and still going strong. Right, I'm going to have another break because I want to set up uh, the rest of the show. We're going to have our Christmas quiz now. It's time to celebrate uh, the festive season uh, with a quiz, the, the, the only way you can celebrate these things really right let's have a quick break we'll be back here in 30 seconds Swing this ball in again, looking for, towards the far post. So the header. So come on, Maddie Shaw at the back post. And Charlton have their second, just a little thin corner 
out to the back post. Bruce totally misjudged it. And Naby Sarr had an open goal. Hi, I'm Cedric Avina. Hi, Randy Pritchard. Um, we would like to wish all the Charlton fans a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you. Do <laughs> so there we go. Right, welcome back. It's Christmas quiz time. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Here on Charlton <laughs> Live. <start>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so every year we try and do a quiz. Uh, party games is the name of the game, isn't it? Uh, at Christmas. So I've got five chaps in front of me. Uh, I'll split you down the middle. Uh, Mark, you're on the on Terry and uh, Benji's team. We're going to have Tom and Nath. Uh, on the other side so what we need first of all before we go into what is a 10 question quiz now hey come on we've already had emails about those gestures um uh, on uh on, on, to, on tonight. So there's going to be questions there's questions and they include audio questions as well um which i'm looking forward uh to to doing you but before we start we're going to need team names so right team uh tom and naif what have you come up with in the end who was your team name <laughs> The only one we can say on air <laughs> is uh, Dragon and Nighthawk. Dragon and Nighthawk. That is just bizarre. Uh, <laughs> the best thing about that is it's really Christmassy. Um, and also, <laughs> on my left-hand side, Terry, Terry Ben, or, or Mark, you got to come up with something. Get, make sure you get up to the mic. It's got to be Benji's boys, isn't it? Benji's boys, yeah. yeah I've heard about them. Um, uh, right, okay. So, we need to find out. So, I've got two sets of questions on, on the quiz. Um, uh, just to... You know, I've tried to make them as equal as possible in terms of difficulty, uh, but I'm gonna we're gonna do a heads or tails to see which team goes into which column for the for the question. So Nath, call it in the air, please. Heads, heads. Right, it's tails. So oh, uh, Terry, do you want to go first or second? Team first, first oh, apparently. Oh, first, oh, first. Oh, first. first, first. Right, okay. So Benji's boys uh, are going first, uh, and the dragon and nighthawk. <laughs> What's the what I mean what what is the what what where has that come from, Tom? No, we got we had part local Chinese, yeah. part yeah. stepbrothers. Alright, okay. Part, that's called the Dragon and Phoenix, but we yeah. don't want to call it Dragon and Phoenix. Right. Make sure you make sure you stay and within Welsh. within range of the mics, well, okay? Uh, right, okay, so stage names. Uh, okay, so first up it's Benji's boys. Uh question number one of ten. Oh, I need to sh- I need to show you what the buzzers are, don't I? Oh, yeah. For if you get it uh, correct or incorrect. So um obviously with the, the year we've had, there was only one day where the buzzers could come out from so if if you get a question wrong I, I'm sure you can guess what's coming next but if you get a question wrong it's this no 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 uh, Nabi Saar back pass uh, on, on the go there uh, and if you get a question right it could only ever be this we've done it too um, although there is there is a special one there is a special one because if Nathan specifically gets a question right he's getting this because <laughs> of the surname. There we go. That's how easily pleased I am. Right. I so I realised I was actually thinking of Nathan when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think of him a lot. Uh, right. Um, first question is to Benji's boys. Then you can confer. Uh, the questions won't get passed over. We'll play it all the way to the end, even if one of you like falls well behind, because I spent ages writing these questions. <laughs> We're doing it anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. So uh, question question number one for Benji's boys. And I like to think they're reasonably easy, but you know, sometimes sometimes we get caught out. Question number one: Who was the first opposition player to score against us this season? League games only. Who was the first opposition player to score against us this season? 
I wasn't there, so it's down to you, boys. Oh, no. Oh. All right, I mean, you've got for Blackburn. All right. It wasn't Dak. It was... Um, First opposition player to score against us this season. Score. He didn't score for 16 no. years before. Uh, right, so oh. are you going to... Who's Danny Graham play for? Yep. Going for that? Danny Graham. Do you yes. play for Batman? Yeah. Right, so... Danny Graham. No, 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 no! I'm afraid you're bang wrong. Uh, Dylan Phillips scored an own goal that oh, game. So oh, the oh, first oh, opposition oh, player to score oh, against us was Tom Ince for Stoke uh, in the 3-1 defeat here at the Valley. Right, uh, over to uh, Dragon that's and Nylon. Easy. Sorry, that's just going to clarify. That's the easy one. Yeah, it's, okay. it's easy for me. Uh, right, over to Dragon and Nighthawk. Um, <laughs> This one probably is a lot easier. Who got our first assist this season? Johnny Williams, isn't it? That chip to the back post. Is that Perrington scored? Yeah. 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 Johnny Williams. We've done it, Tom! Correct. So, Dragon and Nighthawk take an early lead. <laughs> there we go. Right, back to Benji's boys. Uh, over on my left-hand side, Christmas Quiz 2019. Which game did we get our first league clean sheet of the season? I can see it's going well. <laughs> so, league game in which we got our first clean sheet of the season. Going with Brentford. You're going with? Brentford. We've done it, Tom. Correct. Excellent. The 1-0 uh, win over Brentford was our first clean sheet uh, of the season. Back to Dragon and Nighthawk, currently 1-0. Um, <laughs> which was the first league game in which we failed to score this season? League game. League game where we got nil. First one. Come on, Dragon. Come on, Nighthawk. Which one of you is it going to be? He's right. Right, come on. We're going to have to rush you. Just get the team. I can't think. What was the score against Forest? We won. 1 0. It was 1 0. Oh, come on. You're running out of time. Got five seconds. Five, four, Swansea. Three. <laughs> what, the, the, the first Welsh team that came in. <laughs> yeah, incorrect, I'm afraid. Uh, Birmingham. Birmingham, we lost 1 0 at home. That was the first time we failed to score this season. Right, we're on to the first audio question. Uh, the first questions are goals that Charlton have scored. Uh, I will play you a clip of the goal where I've quite cleverly managed to block the name of the goal scorer. Uh, I need you to tell me who the goal scorer was uh, and who that goal was against. This first one is for Benji's boys. Listen up. Oh, it's great work by Bond. Inside one, inside the other. Ball across the box. Yes! He pounced on a slight miscue from Leco. And to the six-yard box, pokes it home. Great work from McCauley Bond. That goal is all about McCauley Bond. So there we go, Mark. You started smiling during that, so I wonder if you've if you've got an idea. Yeah, it's Conor Gallagher. Yeah, so into the microphone. Sorry, Conor Gallagher scored it. And who was it against? You need both. You need both to get the point. Conor Gallagher. Who was it against? No, it was here. It was here. Might be Lee. No, no Leeds, Leeds Bond scored. Five seconds. Four. Yeah. Three. Yeah, I'm just trying to Derby. 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 
No, 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 no! Oh, I feel bad, but it was Conor Gallagher against Cardiff. The first goal was a great work on the right-hand side from McCauley Bonney. Got it into the middle. Jonathan Lecco kicked it off his own arse, and it fell to, to Conor Gallagher, who scores. Right, so let's go to Dragon and Nighthawk. And uh, with your first audio uh, question, tell me who scored this goal and who was it against? Pachon can play on here as Kyle has the ball. Over to the left-hand side. Kyle finds him, and Bentley's coming out of his goal. So there we go, Nathan. Again, you seem to think you knew knew that one. No, I'm, I'm trying to think Who's who the Shepherd? Bentley, the goalie is. I yeah. think it's Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. So who's David? Uh, I was on holiday, but it was so basically. Uh, it's got to be Gallagher or Lilletto. Because he says another goal. Or Bon. Now Bon was the one doing all the work. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, Unless it is. Unless it's Should we do Lecco Wednesday then? Yeah. Lecco Wednesday. No, 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 no! Benji, Benji thinks he knows it into the mic, Ben. Uh, bon against Bristol City. Correct. Away. Yeah, you heard the goalkeeper coming Close. off his line, Bentley. Uh, bon took it round him and scored another goal. It's been an end-to-end game. That uh, was it. Right. Uh, this is shocking. Uh, back to Benji's boys. Uh, another normal question. Um, which player has made the most appearances off the bench in the league so far this season? Off the bench. Off the bench. So who's come off the bench? So who's been subbed on the most amount of times? I, I couldn't have explained that anymore. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 I didn't need that. De- Deji's come on a lot lately. So Jason Pierce. Off the bench. Bond come on a lot early doors. Play along at home, by the way. <laughs> Albie's come oh, on quite a few you'd times. Probably do better than the guys in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be dif- difficult, would it? At the start, who's come on? I'd say Bond come Bond on. Bond was at the start, but how long's Lyle been? Yeah. Lyle's been September. Going to so give you another 10 seconds. The player who's made the most appearances off the bench so far this season. Try Deji. Deji. Oshelaja. You've gone for Deji Oshelaja, I'm afraid. No, 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 no! Do you guys have a guess for that? Not if you don't, I'm not going to waste your time. It's Chucks and EK. Uh, Yeah, made 11 appearances off the bench in league games. Um, Yeah, okay. Uh, How about this one for you guys then? Um, Who has been subbed off the most amount of times? This is for Dragon and Nighthawk. So who has been subbed off the pitch the most amount of times? Yeah, I know he got a lot at the start. Johnny. Johnny, because he Johnny was partially fit, wasn't he? Yeah, Johnny. So he, or he must have got. When do you want to go for Johnny or Pratt? I thought you thought Johnny Williams was totally fit, but carry on. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Pratt's played a lot more Pratt's games. Pratt's played a lot more games. Go yeah. Go on. Darren Prattley. <clears throat> I'm afraid that is another. No, 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 no! Um, that was a big clue. He got subbed off yesterday as well for the eleventh time this season. Jonathan Lecco has been subbed off the most amount of times. Uh, in league oh, games okay. right we're back e- easy this quiz isn't it apparently score this one well, it's, it's currently one all after four <laughs> questions each uh, maybe I've made it too hard <laughs> I think if you were a real expert like me you would have got this Nabi Sars shoe size <laughs> yeah right number five what is Nabi Sars <laughs> shoe no, uh, what is the earliest goal that we've scored this season the earliest goal that Charlton scored this season what the time <laughs> No, no, so just who scored it and who against. Swansea or Nottingham Forest. Yeah, Swansea. Swansea and Lecco. Or how early did we score against Forest? I think Swansea's really early. Lecco. Swansea. Yeah. Yeah, so much Into the mic when you're ready. Swansea and Lecco. 
on it, Tom. Correct. Excellent answer in there from Benji's boys. Benji Cloak uh, got that one right. Um, quite a clear, obvious question. What's the earliest goal we've conceded this season, Dragon and oh, Nighthawk? Bloody hell. Yeah. Do I have to have the scorer as well? Yeah, I need the scorer. The scorer for Borough, isn't it? Yeah. And where does he live? Yeah. <laughs> and what's his shoe size? Who's for Borough? I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to think of it. Right, well, so I know it was a mix-up. Who plays... Um, uh, what's, uh, it's Asamba Longa. Uh, incorrect. I it was uh, it was George Savile. So because because that was a really easy question, I'm not giving you the point for not getting the goal scorer because you should have got that because former Millwall player, so you should know that. Oh yeah, I should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now we're back onto audio questions. Now <laughs> this is going to be. Oh, if you struggle with the rest of them, this is going to be interesting. Right. So what I've done here oh, is I've taken a clip from a Lee Bowyer post-match interview with myself, and you have to work out what game he's talking about so this is for Benji's boys what game is Lebo you're talking about here disappointing is a understatement um, it's the worst we've played since I've been in charge uh, first 45 minutes was so bad we couldn't put three passes together and to lose the game on two set pieces so oh, Terry was oh, nodding God. along there with one answer <laughs> Oh, and the end oh, of that's oh, changed yeah, it. So ben, Benji thinks he's got it. Wigan. Yeah, that's yeah. a good as well. We've done it, Tom. Correct. Yeah, well done, Benji. We conceded two Little set did pieces. did know what was coming. And we were... <laughs> yeah, yeah, arguably we've been worse than that since then. But anyway, right. Uh, similar question for Dragon and Nighthawk. What game is Lebo you're talking about here? I thought, I thought we played well. Um, to, to be leaving with nothing, I don't think it is a fair result. Um, I thought we was better than them. Uh, obviously conceding early on from a set piece gives them a lift up. Any ideas, chaps? Into the mic? I'd probably, I can only stab at something. Oh, come on, Nath. Enough of that already. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be away. Yeah. Because right? he says leaving. Leaving, early, early set piece. I'm trying to think. Luton set pace, is it? Yeah, that's it. West Brom, we get a point. Get into the uh, microphone chats with you yeah. conferring. I'm oh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you want to change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> right, come on, five seconds. West Brom. No. Drew that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bristol. Yeah. Bristol City away. Uh, we were no, 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 no! Absolutely bang Millwall. wrong. That was Millwall. It's Benji Should again. Known that Correct. One. Right. Um, uh, right. Back on to questions for Benji's boys. Uh, the score is three-one to Benji's boys. By the way, at the moment, with uh, four questions left each. Um, so, so this player is the player who has featured in a league game, but for the shortest amount of minutes this season. So, not people who haven't played any league minutes who has featured in a league game for the shortest amount of minutes uh, so far this season. Into the microphone. <laughs> Nearly kissed yeah. hell. <laughs> James Reddards. No, 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 no! What? I'm afraid it is Josh Davison who's played 16 minutes against West uh, West Brom and one other more. one other player. I think. Or, or, I think he's played three games, but it only adds up to 16 yeah, minutes. Okay. Whereas Vennings had about 45 minutes wow. when I checked it the other day. So it's another question wrong. Uh, right. So on the other side. Who behind Dylan Phillips has played the most championship minutes so far this season? Yeah. So, because Dylan was too obvious because he's played every game. Tom Lockyer. 
correct. Tom Lockyer, uh, it, well, he played um, 1,890 before yesterday. I think he played 90, so add 90 on to 1,890 uh, yesterday. Uh, right. Who, uh, Benji's boys, who lead by three points to two going into the last few minutes here. Uh, don't throw it away because we've had enough of that recently. Um, who versus who was our home... Lowest league attendance this season. So, lowest league attendance at home. Who was it against? Again, obviously, we're not counting the Forest Green Cup game. It would be whoever brought the lowest, I would guess. So, midweek away game. So, home. Home, home yeah. Midweek, yeah. Sorry, midweek home game against... Uh, Swansea. Not in Swansea. Swansea brought a few. So, Huddersfield didn't bring Huddersfield. too many, but then Hull, Hull didn't, didn't too many. I'd, 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 I'd go with... If I was between Huddersfield and Hull, I'd go with Hull, but... Okay, Hull. Yeah, yeah Hull. Into the yeah. microphone, Hull. you ready? Hull's, Hull City. No, 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 no! Yeah, Well, 13,488 against Huddersfield. Uh, I think uh, Hull was, I think, the second lowest one when I, when I did check. Right, uh, which away game uh, have we played with the highest overall attendance? So not Charlton fans, but overall, the away game we've played with the highest attendance. And you don't have to name the attendance itself, just the, the team we played. How, how kind of you. <laughs> So what's the biggest crowd we played at in front of this season, away from home? <coughs> no, not yet. West Brom. West Brom. Millwall. Millwall's, what, 20-odd? It was opening day. Blackburn. Blackburn. Yeah, there weren't two Ramo in there. I'd probably go West Brom. That's would have been my thought straight away. Yeah? Do you want to go? Just live on the edge. Let's get Nave to do one into the mic for a change, shall we? West Brom. absolute German beauty! There we go. I just wanted to use that one. What a comeback. What a comeback with... With two, two correct answers in the last two questions, <laughs> it's now three all going into... Oh, don't draw, because I never got around to doing a tie-break. <laughs> oh, uh, right, <laughs> now we're going to separate the men from the boys. We're into our final audio round. This is the goal against round. So I will play you a clip uh, of a goal that came against Cholton. And you again, you have to tell me who scored it and for what team. All right, oh, so for Benji's hard. boys, here we go. And now we try to attack. It's a block tackle by... Prattley, but it runs by way to look like a handball, but it's nothing given. Corner of the penalty area, overlap by leaves space for to take the shot. Is there? West Brom was the handball goal. I want to see that again because it looked like a hand. So there we go, we heard it there. So, West Brom, Luton that happened as well. Luton they handballed it. And Boyer went mad saying that goal shouldn't have counted, and it was Prattley that g- kind of gave it away, and that Gia yeah. scored. Yes. Mm, so you got two in your mind. Which one are you going to go James for? James Collins scored for Luton. No, it was. Um, right, so I'm going to rush you into a decision, please, in the next few seconds. So. Oh, uh, Izzy Brown scored for Luton. So which one are you going for? Which one are you going for? I'm not. I, I took it off your last. Yeah, time. I'll go Luton. Izzy Brown. Oh, Al Robson Carney for yeah, West Bromwich Albion, I'm afraid. So you did add it there. Uh, right, okay. Uh, were you called Dragon and Nighthawk? Um, this is your chance to take the lead with just one point left to play for. Out to the left it goes. To look to take on Pierce. Chips the ball in. It's a chance. What a save from Dylan Phillips. Is in. Ryan, the six yard box, gets it out of his feet and just chips it over Phillips. We thought we'd survived the danger. But superb save from Dylan Phillips in the first place. But you can't leave your own in a six-yard box. 
So there we go. This is the a chance to take the lead going into the, the last round of questions for Dragon and Nighthawk. Yeah. What kind of kit were they wearing? Give me, give me something, babe. Uh, <laughs> Why? Fulham. Well, Fulham was it? Day school. Yeah. Fulham, and then who's? So, so you had the long, you had the long smasher. Mitrovic. Mitrovic. At Fulham. Try that one. Yeah. Go on then. No, you do it because we might get the German beauty. Mitrovic at Fulham. Oh, they're taking the lead. Going into the closing stages. When they said white, I was like, don't say that. There we go. So. Dragon and Nighthawk are back from the dead. They lead by four to three going into the final round of questions. The only problem here is... I really don't want a tie break. Because <laughs> I ain't got one. So it could be a draw, which would be nice for everyone. So final question for Benji's boys. You need this to stay in the game. Um, who took the throw in in the build-up to Nabi Sar's equaliser yesterday? Oh, I don't know that one. Deji. Oh, dear. That's too easy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that one up? No, well, I've made them all up at some point. <laughs> Uh, right, so it's for all Dragon and Nighthawk. You need this, and I'm going to be honest. This is a horrible question. Yeah, cheers, mate. You've Who got was the third person on the bundle. <laughs> yeah. the what colour were his boots? That's a weird. It's funny you should say that, Ben, because this is a one in eleven chance or one in ten chance. Who was the first player to reach Nabi Sar in the in the pylon uh, after the goal yesterday? Adam Matthews. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How did you know that? Because I just remember. Obviously, I was looking at pictures as well. Well, there you go. Wow, well, what a quiz that's been. So, uh, having been three-one down after after six questions, Dragon and Nighthawk, the most Christmassy name you could think of, have come back to win the Charlton Live 2019 Christmas quiz. Congratulations! Uh, five points to four. Uh, well done, chaps. Nathan, what are you going to do with the with the prize money? Uh, probably just buy loads of jam. <laughs> uh, that could have been so much yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't wonder where he was going No, 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 no Thing is, you don't know what he's going to do with a gem <laughs> Excellent That's what stuff right. uh, Major congratulations then to Tom and Nath You've won uh, the, the Christmas quiz And it's time now almost perfectly Because we've got a, a, a montage coming up That lasts about five minutes So we've got two minutes uh, to say our goodbyes And to wish you all uh, a Merry Christmas and that So um, yeah, thanks to all of you who've listened Throughout 2019 It's been one hell of a year, hasn't it? With the addicts This is uh, our last show of 2019 We don't come in over the Christmas break Because we have families and stuff uh, so we'll be back. We'll yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back on um, the, the the Sunday of the FA Cup game uh, against West Bromwich Albion is when we'll be back. Uh, so we'll we'll come on straight that evening to talk about all the games that happen uh, over the Christmas period, uh, starting with the home game against uh, Bristol City on Boxing Day. Praying that Charlton can pick up a couple of results. Hopefully, we'll have a takeover to talk about by the time uh, we come back as well. Right, let's go around the table then. So everyone, make sure you get close to the mics to say goodbye. But Tom, uh, happy Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas, I hope, everyone. I hope uh, I hope it's a good year for the Welsh next year. So do I. And uh, Nathan, I hope it's a good year for wherever you're from next year. The Germans. The Germans. Yeah, I yeah. so too, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry you're Christmas right. uh, to Chef Newbury. Disappointed by the lack of mince pies this year, but... I ate them on the way in. So yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> and uh, Terry, Merry Christmas to you as well. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy yeah, New Year as well. have a good Cheers. one. And uh, Benji as well, our newest member of the Charlton Live team. Have a, have a great, have a great one. 
Thank you very much. And, and we'll everyone s- listening to. Yeah, and we'll see you uh, all in 2020. So we're going to end with uh, some of our favourite moments uh, of this season so far. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you've uh, enjoyed uh, Charlton Life throughout 2019. And from myself, Louis Mendes, have a very Merry Christmas uh, and I hope you have an excellent 2020 as well. We shall see you next year. Into the far post, to Ben Powerton! Yes! Ben Powerton! The flick, Taylor with the flick, it's gone in! Oh, Taylor makes it two for the Adams! <laughs> Cuts inside onto his right foot and shoots! Oh, goal! Oh, what a goal! Taylor with an unbelievable strike from the edge of the box! Still ball across goal, goes Wills! And he can! Post to Taylor, little flick, surely! He's just gone a little bit wide, gets it back onto his left foot, and he shoots. Yes! It's taken a deflection, and it's gone in, and Jonathan Lecco has put the Addicts once again. But Taylor steps up. Strikes yes! and scores! Palmer's you like for Lyle Taylor, and Jordan have that second that they've been dying to get. Josh Cullen prepares to take the corner, swings it in. Ooh. It's come towards Lockett! Yeah! Come on, Tom Lockett! He chips it towards the far post. Chris Solly heads it back across. Gallagher with the shot. Yes! Gallagher with the goal. Come on. A brilliant work move from Spratley. Crosses the ball in. It's a flick from John and back ahead. It's McCauley Bond. Good ball that is. What a great run from Williams. Charlton trying to get in the box. It's McCauley Bond. Yeah! What a goal. What a finish. That's a superbly worked move by John. Post. Saw with the header. Saw. Who strikes what a strike is blocked goes the way of Bond with the header yeah. Bond with the goal and Charlton equalise Josh Cullen to take this kick strides up shoots in the top of the net oh, inside one inside the other ball across the box oh, got it go yes he pounced on the slight miscue from Lecco ball forward to Lecco in the box Lecco and shots yes oh what a goal a brilliant counter attack from the it towards the far post. Prattley with the header. It's yes! on! Darren Prattley! Ball across goal. Debbie's goal! on! He continued his run for He was the one who started. It was flicked on McCowan. Now he's still on the pass here.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 